Welcome back. I'm Zinati Guma and you're watching Trade of the Week for today's segment. I'm joined by founder of Herenia Capital, Petri Redlinges, for a quantic mental analysis on ShopRite, Sibanye, Stillwater and Sun International. Thanks so much for your time, Petri. Quite interesting stocks that we are looking at today. You have Sun International, that's consumer facing in the tourism space that was hard hit by COVID-19. But now you're starting to see uh, really a good recovery on that front. Uh, on a number of spheres. You also have ShopRite, which has been quite a favorite. Although we are seeing uh, investors kind of uh, applying some caution on that stock, of course, a food retailer that's considered to be the best among that uh, in that food retailer space. And then you also have Sibanya Stillwater in the commodity space. And we know the movements that we've seen there with cooling down of um, uh, commodity prices, uh, operational issues as well. So let's just start with actually Sun International that came out with results today. And I actually just want to get analysis of you of how that stock has performed your kind of uh, the themes that we've seen there, especially looking at its performance against the JSE. Okay, well, firstly, thank you for having me. Good yeah. afternoon. Uh, it's all S's, ironically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, didn't, well, I didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't planned, I promise. Um, I think one of the things that I tried to do today was at least yes. look for some bullishness out there, right? I mean, as okay. we've seen, the world is busy falling apart yeah. very quickly at this stage. Along with the Silicon uh, Valley Bank. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know? Um, and the irony there is that, you know, the traditional banking system is going to bail it out and yeah. protect the depositors. And FTX, mm, mm -hmm. you get 10 cents on the dollar back. Oh, back. dear. Anyway. <laughs> So um, I think what, uh, one of the things that I try to do at least is try to find somewhat bullish setups out there in the market. Yeah. So Sun International is something that we've obviously been tracking for a long time. Yeah. The play here, uh, and I don't know if you guys are going to be showing my charts, but I'll sort of start off with a weekly chart. The play here really is that recovery from COVID, yes. right? So what we've seen is a, a very strong uptick in the tourism industry once again. Uh, and yes, we have a lot of problems, load shedding probably being the biggest one of them. Uh, but for th the rest of it, we're still a very cheap and attractive uh, mm -hmm. tourist destination internationally. People can travel again. There was a bit of pent up demand. Uh, and particularly, you know, people love to gamble. That's yes. uh, probably why the stock market is a thing. So, uh, you know, this was one of the stocks that we tracked as that recovery trade is probably going to offer a lot of value. Not maybe today, but in the next, you know, five to ten years as the world begins to recover. What is good to see, though, is that today they put out some numbers. Uh, those numbers are looking really good. They had something like an 85% increase in profitability. Yeah. Load shedding is costing them an enormous amount of money. But I think most people, uh, I certainly have faith that they will find a sustainable energy solution. Yeah. Um, you know, essentially, ESCOM is begging us all to get off the grid. Yeah. Big corporates like this, okay, 14 million rand a year. Yeah. It's not quite even close to how much they would have to spend to go off grid completely. But, exactly. you know, on a five to ten year payoff, that might be worth it, right? Yeah. So we'll start off with a weekly chart. Okay. Uh, so what the thing is that I'm looking at here, and this is ignoring any of the news and purely just looking at sort of the technicals, okay. right? Yes. Uh, this, call it 33 Rand level here, and these are just approximate that I've put in. So this sort of flat blue line at the top uh, is the top of what I think is a flat top triangle. Yeah. We've seen it break out. It's held nicely above. It's remained above. If you look at how this stock has performed, if we switch this to a daily, uh, over the last couple of days, Okay, it is somewhat illiquid, so we've got these very okay. sort of really bouncy patches mm -hmm. but, um, and long tails and wicks on the candles. However, uh, the market is absolutely melting down and it has not managed to break back into its 
you know, into below this support level here. So this yeah. to me is a confirmation that this little flat top triangle is basically just a trend continuation pattern okay. at this point, and that the trend continues to be up with that fundamental backdrop of, well, you know, the world is recovering, mm -hmm. the sector is recovering. Yeah. You know, maybe we have a few more weeks or months of upside here. We don't know how much worse load shedding yeah. gets, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But personally, I'm starting to think that if we look at the global market condition at the moment, we've been about 14 months of global bear market at this mm -hmm. stage. Now, historically, we stretch, you know, 14, 18, 24 months at a max. Yeah. Um, and that's an average, right? So it can continue for much longer. It doesn't normally do that. Yeah. So I think that we're closer to the end okay. than we are to the beginning. I mean, things always look darkest before the dawn. Exactly. So the panic is really ramping up. We're starting to see banks falling over and all sorts of stuff. Um, it's not the same as what it was with the Lehman collapse. It's a completely different sort of scenario. Uh, Everybody uh, always go, goes back to that panic of the uh, Lehman collapse. Yeah, and look, I mean, that was massive, right? And yeah. it was also the early signal. And now we could make a dual argument here that yeah. maybe we're underestimating the value of what's happening and uh. that this is sort of that final push down that we might see the market even yeah. make a newer low. If that happens, wonderful. I think that there's a lot of people out there sitting on huge amounts of, or not huge amounts, but yes. healthy amounts of cash with yeah. that are uninvested. Uh, and if we can see a new low on global markets, that would be a great opportunity to deploy yeah. it. Um, if we don't go on to make that new low and you know support levels manage to hold, then we have already early signs of a, of a Dow theory mm. bullish trend reversal, right? So yeah. it is a time to start taking note and start buying some stuff okay. uh, we might not necessarily cash the bottom but i think you're much better positioned today than you were uh, you know six uh, months ago right uh, okay. so uh anyway with that sort yes. of backdrop i think i continue to think that sun international is something that's going to do uh, relatively well we'll probably end up making a new high here maybe testing 44 rand in the yeah. coming month or two uh, it's going to be quite interesting seeing uh, the recovery because also we're working with a backdrop of an economy that isn't growing really that well but also yeah. i mean you have people wanting to spend money on experiences and that gaming unit is doing yes. very, very well. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with uh, Sun International. And really, they've because of the strategic moves that they've made over the past couple of years, they really seem to have come out of this period a completely different uh, business. Yeah, look, I mean, they've had to get rid of a lot of their non-core assets and yeah. the stuff that doesn't make money for them, right? And they're sticking to their knitting. Yeah. And I mean, you know, as much as it's maybe you know, the ethical investor might raise a brow here, but people like to gamble, man. And people yeah, like yeah. to drink and people <laughs> like to smoke, right? So, yeah. uh, and if we are as investors are trying to, you know, make profit, yeah. we've got to, yeah. we got to go where the money is, right? Okay. And um, I think that was one of the big things that really recovered. I mean, even in the offshore yeah. realm, something to look at if you're not, uh, you know, if you have the ability to buy ah. offshore stocks is maybe look at um, Las Vegas Sands. Okay. Right? I mean, right. they have the world's biggest most profitable casino in Singapore. Nice. Um, and when eventually China goes, let's go the zero COVID policy and people can travel like crazy again, yeah. they're going to flock to that casino like yeah. you will not believe. So All right. I think Las Vegas Sands, Sun International, good stuff. All stocks. right. All right. Let's move on. Would you be flocking to ShopRite uh, at the moment? Uh, this is a stock, uh, as I said, that's quite defensive, especially in that food retail sector. They also have... Um, they cater to every uh, kind of LSM, every level of LSM, but there have been some caution uh, in terms of their margins, what the growth story is, particularly the fact that they get most of their profits from South Africa, but you're, you're quite bullish on it. Well, I want to flag it as a potential buy, yeah. but not today. 
Oh, okay. Right. Not so if you have a look, I put a weekly chart up here. Yes. Uh, I've put a support level at 196. Mm -hmm. I think if it gets around that zone, it's worth buying. Uh, okay. The way that I see it now is we're trading in a big, big range between 250 and 195 or 196. I mean, exactly where the bottom tick of that range is is relatively mm -hmm. unimportant. Anything below 200, I think, is worth buying. Um, and I think that this range sort of stays in play for a while. So be a little patient. It's, it's trading 215 at the moment. Uh, if we can get it closer to, to 200 or below 200, I think that would be worth uh, taking a nibble at. Yeah. So in the short term, yes, I think, you know, let's be cognizant of the macro environment. The world is busy melting, yeah. right? Um, it's probably going to do that for at least the first half of the week. So odds are good that, you know, particularly South African retailers, the RAND's going to weaken, you know, the gold price is running, we've seen, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's going to get very dark and gloomy this week, and that's probably going to play uh, negatively for well, most of the stocks yeah. in our market, right? Particularly yeah. those that have done well recently. So uh, I think we probably get an opportunity to buy this around 200. Uh, and if it gets there, I think it's worth uh, buying. I think also, you know, ShopRite has a very strong position. And I know check, you know, 60-60 might not necessarily be all the flavor anymore. But I tell you, it is hard to even use a competitor because of how ingrained I am in that system, right? No, I hear you. I hear you on that. So <laughs> I think that it's given them a really good, strong yeah. sort of moat uh, around their business. Other competitors are trying, yeah. but and marketing it's hard team. to catch up. Yeah, yeah. 60-60 marketing team, really, really brilliant. Very, yeah. very witty. So yeah, it is really hard <laughs> to switch there. Let's get into commodities. Uh, Sibanya Stillwater. Um, Diversified player um, that's also uh, largely liked by investors, but if they've all they've been these issues, uh, operational challenges, floods in the U.S. Also had um, their uh, uh, revenues in South Africa being impacted by the strike in the gold operations. You also have Transnet and load shedding and all of that. But they really seem to have a good growth uh, diversification story going for them. But obviously, that share price reflecting also the cooling down in the uh, PGM prices. Mm. So uh, where are you on Sibanya Stillwater? So I think that. Okay, mining is a hard business, yeah. right? Particularly in Africa, yeah. because we have uh, an environment that's not always conducive to, you know, helping the mines uh, grow and operate yeah. and that kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's a very complex situation here as well. Um, I think that a lot of these these headwinds that the company has, you know, striking, uh, flooding problems yes. in the U.S., Transnet can't get the minerals out. All of this stuff is creating. And I mean, this is a very capitalist yeah. perspective. It's creating a shortage of their product. Okay. So even though they're struggling to, to make it, yes. it's becoming more valuable because they're struggling, uh -huh. if that makes sense, yes. right? Uh, I also think that, uh, you know, to a large extent, you back the jockey and not the horse, right? Neil Froneman has gone from an absolute fool to a complete genius, yeah. back to a fool, back to a genius, uh, as he makes moves that other people aren't necessarily uh, willing to make. So to some extent, this uh, sort of trade idea is really based on, originally we had a, a downside target of 32 Rand on the stock. I now think that we might not necessarily get there. I think we've uh. bottomed out at 35 or 35.50, 36 in that sort of region. Um, and there's a couple of things that we're looking at here. One, from a technical perspective, uh, we have a tiny little range break here. I'll even draw it in for you, actually. Okay. Um, let me just put that up. So we could call that uh, a little range. It's not going to be the world's most perfect <laughs> trend line. <laughs> but that's a little sort of range in the okay. daily that seems to be breaking towards the upside, right? Ah. Plus, you pair that with a bit of uh, momentum change. So we see our stochastic sort of yeah. popping up. Maybe in a day or two, we'll pop through 50. 
so that gives us then a buy signal from a momentum perspective. Uh, we have a little bit of divergence here, as we can see the lows made here. Uh, we've made sort of similar lows on the, yes. on the price. However, we've made lower lows on the stochastic, so that is like bullish yes. divergence. So there are a number of technical reasons that you want to be long. Okay. Also, uh, something that I think stands out is that last week during this little range, um, Mr. Froneman was buying his own stock. And if you go look back at his history, he has a very good knack for picking bottoms, okay. right? So I'm going to follow the jockey, number right. one, uh, and I'm going to sort of you know, follow the chart. Ah. Uh, and I think that from a macro business perspective, they're also looking into getting into the battery sort of mineral stuff. Yeah. So from you know, the five to 10 year view, that's there as well. But in the short term, I think we probably see ah. uh, quite a strong move here. Plus, if the world keeps melting, gold okay. is going to run Zabania is going to benefit. Yeah, quite interesting um, that you allude to the fact that we might have seen the bottom because uh, there are also some people that are like, no, maybe wait before you get in. Uh, the, these stocks are bound to go down even further. But yeah, we'll certainly be looking out for that. Thank you so much for your time, Petri. Really appreciate it. That was Petri Riddlinghe, founder of Herenia Capital.